0: Good morning, I'm delighted to share with you at the Firm Foundation Church today where your pastor, Reverend Eva Melton, serves you. I'm delighted to consider Reverend Melton a friend and a colleague in ministry. I thank God for her creativity and her faithfulness. And I thank God for the work that she's doing among you, with you, and in our community at large. I say to all of the fathers today, happy Father's Day. And I'm delighted to share this message with you on this special day for all of us as fathers. Our scripture this morning is from Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. Listen to God's word. He was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will give get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who searches finds and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? This is God's word. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, I ask that you would speak to me and speak through me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, for you are indeed my strength and my redeemer. And gracious God, I ask that you would help each one of us to clear out distractions, help us to be still, help us to listen to what you are saying to us. Dear Lord, we also ask by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would implant your word in us. Let your word bear the fruit of the Spirit so that we are winsome witnesses, joyful witnesses, exciting witnesses, pointing to you, your grace, your love, and your mercy. Dear God, we ask that you would do all of these things for your own sake, and it is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Our subject this morning is the meaning of God the Father. The meaning of God the Father. What does it mean when we refer to God as Father? Does it mean that we define God by human fatherhood? Does it mean that God might be the kind of father that we find among human fathers, sometimes good, sometimes average, sometimes bad. What do we mean when we use the word father in reference to God as our creator and our savior? Well, I want to offer you four things for your consideration as we think about this word father in reference to God on this Father's Day. First, the first thing I want you to be clear about is that when we refer to God as father, we do not mean that God is a male. John chapter four says that God is spirit and they who worship him, they who worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. Our God does not have a body, our God is not corporeal, our God is spirit, and so we must be clear that our God is not a male, our God does not have gender, our God does not have sexuality, our God is not a human being. Even in our Christian affirmation of the incarnation of God in Jesus Christ, that belief has never meant and does not mean that God is a human male. We believe God lived a human existence in the person of Jesus Christ. We believe the incarnation shows us how much God loves us as God's creation, as human beings. We believe God experienced a human life in Jesus Christ, but nothing, and I mean nothing, about the ancient belief of God becoming a human being in Jesus Christ means that God is male, means that God has sexuality, means that God has gender. God was always God living as a human being. God's godness was hidden in the humanity of Jesus Christ, even as it was also revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. You see, the thing that is revealed in the incarnation is God's character, not something like God's bodily existence. God does not have a body. God is not a human being, but God loves us so much that God became a human being and lived a human life in the person of Jesus Christ. So the first thing I want you to clearly understand is that the meaning of God as father does not mean that God is a human male. Please be clear about that. This takes me to my second point, Calling God as father is not an excuse for sexism. Let me say that again for somebody in the back. Calling God father is not an excuse for sexism. Referring to God as father, as father is a metaphor and it should never be used as a justification for literal sexism. Our metaphorical figurative language about God should never be used for real life on the ground, literal mistreatment of women, by men. Calling God Father does not mean that only men can be in leadership positions. Calling God Father does not mean only men can be pastors. And I trust you already know that if you are a member of the Firm Foundation Church under Pastor Evil Melton, you understand that using the metaphor of God as Father does not mean in any shape, form, or fashion that only men should be in charge at home. It doesn't mean that only men should be in charge At church, it doesn't mean that only men should be in charge in public office. Referring to God as Father is not an excuse for sexism. So I say to you on Sunday, June 20th, 2021, I declare to you, write it down today. The Reverend Dr. Joseph F. Scrivener said today, Write it down. Write the time down. I said today that calling God, referring to God as Father is not an excuse for sexism. And if you know anybody that wants to argue that point, give them my contact information. And if they want to take me to lunch, I'll be glad to set them straight. Let's understand, sisters and brothers, that calling God Father is not an excuse for sexism. Now, here is my third point, and it is a positive point. The meaning of God as Father is that we define the Father by the Son. We understand who God is as Father because God has revealed God's own person to us through God's Son. Jesus Christ. We define God the Father by Jesus Christ the Son, and this is the point that Jesus is trying to make to us. This is why Jesus is teaching us about the identity and the character of God here in Luke chapter 11. Jesus makes this point, and in Luke chapter 11, as he teaches about prayer, he also teaches us about the definition of God the Father, about the very character of who God is. Jesus teaches us here in Luke 11 that God as Father means that God provides for us. Jesus teaches us that God as Father means that God will protect us. Jesus teaches us here in Luke chapter 11 that God will listen to the petition of our prayers. Jesus is telling us here in Luke chapter 11 that God is better than any human parent. God is better than any human being. This is why Jesus makes the point in Luke chapter 11 verses 11 through 13 He says, if you as a human being know how to give good gifts to your children, if your children would ask for fish, you would not give them a serpent. If your children ask for an egg, you would not give them a scorpion. And if we as human parents as fallen, sometimes immature, sometimes inadequate, sometimes selfish parents, if we know how to treat our children right, how much more is it the case? that our perfect parent in heaven, God the Father, knows how to do right by us as God's children. Sisters and brothers, you need to understand that Jesus is teaching us that when we refer to God as Father, we are defining God as a God of love. This is why 1 John chapter 4 says that God is love. So let us be clear that when we refer to God as Father, we are defining God as as a forgiving and loving father. We are defining God as God has been taught to us primarily and first and foremost as God has been taught to us by the person of Jesus Christ. When we refer to God as father, we are defining God by the humility that we see in the person of Jesus Christ. We are defining God as a God who gives God's self for us. We are defining God as someone who reconciles with us. We are defining God God is someone who will not allow our sin to separate us from God. When we refer to God as Father, we define God by God's ultimate revelation, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. This is why Hebrews chapter 1 says that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is the exact imprint of God's very being. This is why John chapter one, John's gospel there in that very first chapter says that no one has seen God at any time, but God has become known to us through the person of Jesus Christ. Sisters and brothers, my father, my stepfather who raised me and whom I consider my father, he died just two years ago in 2019. And my little brother, Ralph Michael White, looks just like, our daddy, Ralph White, and see if you had never seen my father, but knew and saw my son. And if my father sent word to say, hey, I cannot come and see you, I cannot send you a picture, but if you meet my boy, Ralph Michael White, you will see just what I look like and you will see the very character that I am. I can't tell you my corny jokes, but my son can tell you my corny jokes. I can't show you exactly how my face looks, but if you see my son, you will see exactly how my face looks. If you want to know what Ralph White looked like, all you would have to do is spend some time and look at his son, Ralph Michael White. And the scriptures tell us that this is what God says to us. God says you cannot see who God is and all of God's greatness and all of God's perfections and all of God's transcendent nature. But if you want to understand who God is, if you want to understand God the Father, God has told us, look at my son. My son tells you who I am. My son defines my identity and lets you know the kind of person I am. Sisters and brothers, when we refer to God as Father, we define that God by God the Son. And this leads me to my fourth and final point. When we refer to God as Father, we are defining God as a God who sets the examples for human fathers. You see, when we refer to God as Father, we are declaring and saying that God the Father sets the standard for human fathers. We don't define God's fatherhood by human fathers. No, that's to get it twisted. That's to get it upside down. We define what human fathers should be by the divine transcendent fatherhood of Jesus Christ. So this is why we know we don't define God's fatherhood by imperfect fathers. I am a pretty good father, I think, most of the time. I think my children will attest to that. But I am not the definition of what it means to think of God as father. My stepfather, Ralph White, who raised me, was a very good father. I think all of us would testify to that. But even in all of his goodness, Ralph White does not define what we should understand by what it means to be a good father. You see, human fatherhood is not defined by us but human fatherhood must be modeled by and imitate the fatherhood of God that we see revealed in scripture and ultimately communicated to us in the person of Jesus Christ. So I say to all of the fathers today, we must follow the example of God the Father and that means our focus should always be love. That means our focus should always be patience. That means our focus should always be mercy. That means our focus should always be grace. That means our focus should always be forgiveness. That means our focus should always be reconciliation. That means our focus should always be self-sacrifice. So I say to fathers today, give love as God loves. I say to fathers today, give yourself as God gives God's self. Forgive the wayward child the way the father of the prodigal son forgave his child. Provide for your family the way God the Father provides for us as we see that petition in the Lord's Prayer. We define fatherhood by God the Father. We don't define fatherhood by human fathers. Human fathers must follow the example that God sets for us. This is why First John chapter 4 says, we love because God first loved us. God sets the example for us and this even takes us back to the identity of God in Jesus Christ where Philippians chapter 2 says have this mind which was have this mind in you which was also in Christ Jesus who though he was in the form of God did not consider that as something to hold on to it but gave it up for us. If you claim to be a father, if you claim to be a good father, it's not about folk giving stuff to you. It's not about folk recognizing you. Yes, I like the big piece of chicken. Yes, I want to recline in front of the TV. Yes, I want the remote control. But being a father is primarily about giving of yourself for the goodness, for the grace, for the love, for the maturity, for the development of children. And that's what God shows us. God gave God's self for us to redeem us, to save us, and to forgive us. This is the meaning of God as Father. The meaning of God as Father is love, it's joy, it's peace, it's security, it's grace, it's compassion, and it's mercy. The meaning of God as Father is unconditional love. The meaning of God as Father is amazing grace. The meaning of God as Father is mercy upon mercy upon mercy upon mercy. This is why I can still sing those grand words from that old hymn. It says, great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord, unto me. The meaning of God as Father is love, it's amazing grace, it's forgiveness, it's reconciliation, it's provision, it's protection. And it's redemption and reconciliation through God's Son, Jesus Christ. So sisters and brothers, don't get it twisted. The meaning of God the Father is not about men. It's not about males. Do good to your fathers today. Treat them nicely. Be sweet. Let them have the big piece of chicken today. But let all of us understand, men and women, fathers and mothers, that being a parent, Being a human being for us as Christians, for us as believers in God through Jesus Christ, means we follow the example that God has set for us by giving ourselves for others. That is the meaning of God as Father. God bless you. Amen.